0: Welcome in to the second edition of Talking Titans for 10. I'm your host, Jimmy Morris. This is the Broadway Sports Media Podcast. You can check out our new site, broadwaysportsmedia.com. A ton of good stuff going on there, and it's only going to get better as football season kicks off. Here in a week from today is the opener between the Texans and the Chiefs for the Titans kickoff uh, the following Monday night in Denver. Uh, so really excited to get all that stuff going. You can follow me on Twitter, at MCM. A lot of good stuff there as well. Big news today, Titans signed Stephen Goskowski uh, This was a move that I, I think a lot of us have expected for a while, um, just with the ties that he has to Mike Vrabel, Paul Kuharski with the Nugget, that when Vrabel left New England to go to Kansas City, he sold his dining room set to the Goskowski. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, guys that are familiar with each other there, But um, listen, the Titans kicking game last year, we've been over and over and over the woes that that was, um, over and over and over the chances that they blew, possibly could have had a home playoff game, could that have changed the way things played out, who knows. But um, we were all fairly confident that they were not going to find themselves in a similar situation this year, so good to see them take care of that now. The signing of Goskowski does not come without questions. He's 36 years old. He's coming off of an injury. So we'll have to see, um, you know, just what he has left. He's going to be accurate. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, extra points, I think he's going to be money on. Shorter field goals, you're not going to have problems there. But how, how much range does he have left at this point? That is kind of, you know, that just kind of remains to be seen. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, obviously, as the season starts, he was not on the practice field on Thursday. So don't know if he's still going through the testing protocol or, or whatever that is there, but um, was not on the, on the field today. The Titans waived Greg Joseph um, to make room for Goskowski on the roster. It'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. see Greg Joseph did as much as he could in his time here last year, made all of his extra points. Uh, made the only field goal that he was called on to kick, so you can't you know fault him for you know not making more field goals, right? He didn't have any other chances while he was here. But it'll be interesting to see if they end up trying to bring him back on the practice squad. With everything going on this year, COVID, all of that stuff, I think it's probably a pretty good idea to have multiple kickers on your roster. Um, obviously, you know having a guy on the practice squad, I don't think you need two on the active roster. But probably a good idea to have an extra guy in case you know the weekend comes and your kicker, you know Goskowski, in this in this instance, tests positive for COVID. Uh, You're not going to be able to get somebody in that quickly with all the protocols and stuff that they have to go through with the testing. So I think it's going to be smart to have an extra guy around. So um, it'll be interesting to see. They still have Tucker McCann who can kick and punt. I think from most accounts from the guys that have been out there, uh, Joseph was better in in the training camp battle so far, um, so maybe the Titans are kind of hoping they can sneak Joseph through, cutting him this early. Maybe that gives teams the impression that he was really bad and that's what they want. I mean, who knows? Uh, we don't really know at this point how all of that's going to play out, but that'll be something to keep an eye on if they do even decide to end up keeping an extra kicker on the roster. Uh, it, was a, it was good news today for the Titans on the injury front. Uh, Christian Fulton and Darrington Evans, the Titans' second and third-round picks respectively, Guys that have been out of practice for a little bit, they were back on the field today, um, at least in the individual period that the media was able to see. So the, the, sorry, the, all of the various media reports um, said that those guys were back on the field. So that's obviously good news because, you know, listen, Fulton is going to be expected to play, at least in, in a nickel package, whether he plays nickel or outside. I mean, he's the third corner behind Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson. So, you know, with him missing a bunch of time, not necessarily ideal, but now that we're, you know, 10 days out or whatever it is, um, good to get him back on the field. Darrington Evans, I mean, same deal. He's not going to be the guy. Obviously, you have Derrick Henry, but a guy that can provide a change of pace, a guy that can do some things out of the backfield. Uh, Somebody in the Titans building, according to Peter King, called him a poor man's Alvin Kamara. I don't really know what that means necessarily, but I think we are all excited about Darrington Evans, what he's going to bring to this roster, you know, as as a change-up to Derrick Henry. So good to have him back out there. You know, obviously, he's hopefully been in the playbook, learning the offense and that stuff, when he hasn't been on the field. But there's not a whole lot uh, of substitution that you can get for actual in-practice reps assist him in the preseason and that kind of stuff this year. So, it, it, like I said, just good to have him back on the field, good to see him back out there. The other big piece of news was that Vic Beasley was working on a side field today. Um, you know, it's, it's sad that we're this close to the season starting and the Titans, you know, <laughs> their biggest uh, free agent acquisition to help their pass rush. We're excited that, you know, we, we finally see him working on a side field. But, you know, we're just a few days away from roster cuts. Um, a few days away from them having to make some moves and that kind of stuff. Now, they can keep him on non-football injury, and they can bring him back still even in the season is my understanding. But, um, you know, a guy that needs to get some reps if he's going to be able to contribute when the Titans, you know, take the field in Denver. Um, So hopefully this is – I mean, we we see this as the first step in getting back on the field but hopefully this is a, a, these would be accelerated steps that we'll see him out there soon, especially with the Derek Roberson injury. Again, you know, I said we weren't going to get any updates from Mike Vrabel. Terry McCormick, bless him, uh, asked Mike Vrabel in the in the pre-practice Zoom if he wanted to give an update on Roberson's injury. He, of course, did not, other than to say that Robertson would not practice today on Thursday, which he did not. But he was seen on a bike with a brace on his leg so i mean i I think that has to be a a good sign because i don't think you've got him out there doing that if it's, it's some you know major injury so hopefully it's something that he'll be able to work back from quickly and like we talked about yesterday um, you know, Roberson is fine and, and he was, he was a good player, uh, did some good things for him at the end of the year last year, but more than anything, they need depth. Um, that's, that's the biggest thing with him. So hopefully, uh, this will be something that's kind of short term. I, I don't have any idea as far as week one goes at this point, and we won't know anything more really on that until they have to put out an injury report next week. So that'll be something that we'll be keeping an eye on. And then there's a little bit, I guess, of Jadavion Clowney news this morning, um, Charles Robinson from Yahoo was on the 1025 morning show here in Nashville and told the guys there that the Titans are frustrated with the lack of you know, effort, I guess, on Clowney's part. The Titans have wanted to bring him in for a physical. That has not been able to, to happen at this to this point because Clowney just, I, I guess, doesn't seem that interested in that. And, you know, I mean, it became apparent a, a couple of months back that Clowney wasn't going to be – he wasn't going to be in a rush to get to a camp. We knew that, but now we're getting to the point to where if he wants to play this year, uh, he's he's got he's got to make a move. And you know, we're talking about now that we're just however many days, ten days away from the opener, and then to get him in, you've got go to go. He's got to go through the COVID testing. He's got to pass I think four tests in five days before he can even get on the field. So, I mean, you know, this weekend is kind of a drop-dead point for if he's going to, especially for week one, if he's going to be able to contribute to any extent. I don't know what the hesitancy is for him on a physical. Maybe it's just him saying, well, you're not giving me any, anything close to what I want, so I'm not even going to come, you know, prove to you that I'm healthy until you get that. You know, there have been reports that the Browns had offered him up to, like, $18 million for the year. He wanted 20. He wasn't going to play. Now, you know, the report's from Peter King that he's down to $15 million a year, um, but the Titans are still obviously not willing to go into that neighborhood for him. So, I, you know, I don't know at this point. There, I think Robinson said that it's basically down to the Titans and the Seahawks at this point. That he's probably going to play for one of those teams after a report had, had come out. I guess earlier this week the Ravens were now in the mix, could be the favorite, whatever. Seems like it's down to the Titans and the Seahawks, but at this point, I have no idea. I don't know if Javion Clowney is going to play in 2020. Again, something we'll be monitoring this week. So that's it. I mean, we had a—it was, it was a pretty good news day for the Titans with Goskowski being signed, um, you know, kind of solidifying the kicking game there, and with getting Evans and uh, Fulton back on the field, two guys, again, that, that you're going to hope— are are going to be significant contributors for you this year. They look to be getting healthy ahead of, you know, getting ready for preparing for Denver week one. So um, that's all for today. Thanks so much for listening. Again, we're going to shoot to do this daily. um, That should be in your podcast feed for your drive home. So subscribe to the home run throwback feed. That's where this podcast will be dropping and you can get all of the good episodes we've talked to Mike Keith, Evan Silva, Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow. I mean, we've had, we've had some good shows. Did one with, with uh, Mello and Ryan Watson from Broadway Sports. A lot of cool Broadway Sports Media podcasts. You can check those out as well. You can find them on the broadwaysportsmedia.com uh, homepage. So check all that stuff out. Again, I'm Jimmy Morris. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow me on Twitter, at M C M and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Brought to you by Broadway Sports Media.